In the last few chapters, we discussed the two sides of the same coin. What happens when we do a mitzvah, and what happens when we go against Hashem's will. And ultimately, they present one point, and the point is that a mitzvah is not a detail, a good thing or a bad thing. A mitzvah is not a good deed. But rather, a mitzvah says, I'm for Hashem, I'm on His team. And when I don't do, I'm saying, like, whatever, I'm not on this team, or I'm not really in the mood of being in this team this moment. So each moment that we do, our choice is of huge consequence. Like he said, most of us only think that the big consequence in life is like if someone says, bow down to a cross, oh my, that's a big deal. But the truth is, each moment of every day, I'm choosing God or not God. That's really my choice. Am I doing what he wants or what I want? And there's very little gray in between. So once a person understands this, we can now wrap up a big part of the Tanya's theme, and that is, remember in the first opening page, he asked the question, how can we say that it's easy, it's easy and close for a person to feel godliness? So he says, based on everything we said, that a person in each moment is having a battle and a choice, in other words, each moment a person is mindful that their choices have consequence, then once you have that mindfulness, you can awaken within yourself that natural love to Hashem that we all have. He's not talking about the meditative love that we spoke about previously, which is hard to awaken if you're not a strong meditator. The natural love that we have an inheritance of each and every one of us is within us, and if you realize that your actions have consequences, that will give you a, a, a strong awakening that what we do matters. And this will affect both my love towards Hashem, how incredible opportunity I have to get close with the infinite God, as we discussed, and the distance, the, the fear of Hashem, the awe of Hashem, to be able to decide, I don't want to ever separate myself, even for the smallest so-called sin, because is it worth giving over for a moment of impulse and lust and desire to not have a, a, my close relationship with Hashem? It's not that hard to control ourselves once we appreciate what's at stake that's really the idea that he's coming across once you realize that that what you do matters see because most people when you ask them does god really care um if you hold a grudge or if you disrespected your mother eh, whatever but once you believe he actually cares then then kikar velecha it's close to then realize that i'm able to discipline myself and a person can do teshuva, a person can repent, because naturally we all want to repent. And even when it says that people, like the certain sins, that repentance is really hard or inaccessible, Tanya says there is no such a thing. There's nothing that stands before a teshuva, before repentance. Even the sins that seem so challenging and difficult, there is nothing standing in their way. Each and every one of us has the light of Hashem in us, and we are higher than time and space because our light of Hashem is greater than time and space. So even if within this world it seems that we can transform, if we access the part with ourself that's higher, just like that little baby sta- you know, standing next to me now, and she's always accessing that higher part of her soul, if we access that, then we're great, able to be elevated to the highest level. And... Nothing can stand in the way of return.